Welcome to the Akashic Reading Podcast, presented by AkashicReading.com, the place where you can learn to access your soul's wisdom, or at least stop digging the hole any deeper. I'm your host, Terry Uktena, and today we'll be learning the basics of both totems and power animals, as well as how to foster and support a personal relationship with yours. One of the defining factors of indigenous cultures is a felt and lived understanding that human beings are only one small part of the ecosystem they live in. This often includes recognition that we're not the biggest nor the most important part. In fact, a great deal of indigenous wisdom comes from the fact we as humans, in community and individually, are worse than any other member of the ecosystem at living in harmony with the system and the other beings within it. We are disruptive, destructive, and cannot seem to keep from self-sabotage for any length of time. Hence, there's a tremendous amount of lore, teachings, and practices in indigenous cultures about how to be in right relationship with everything around us. For some, this remains immensely practical, such as the Maasai and their cattle, or the Zulu and cheetahs. They do not ascribe these animals spiritual powers, but instead recognize they have equal status with humans and deserve the same amount of respect and protection. The lives of each group, human and mammal, entwine moment to moment and day to day, each influencing the other to make the local ecosystem healthy and diverse. For other cultures, the relationship is both practical and deeply spiritual, such as seen in the 500-plus Native American tribes of North America, the First Nations of Canada, as well as the indigenous tribes throughout South America. For each, humans are seen much like younger siblings to all other living creatures, always trying to follow after the big kids, getting into trouble, making messes, and needing special attention and education along the way. Often, these teachings have been developed into stories or myths which codify the meaning or wisdom taught by specific animals, thereby making it easier to understand and remember. There are stories of raven who stole the sun or dreamed the world into being, of spider who taught humans language by weaving letters and symbols into our web, and of coyote who teaches us the hard lessons, either by getting into trouble himself or getting us into trouble because the fastest way to learn is through making mistakes. While each tribe has their own way in which they connect with and relate to animals and animal spirits, through tribe and clan affiliation as well as season and region, the most relevant and influential is personal. This is what has come to be known as a totem. Totems are animal spirits which are associated with a person at birth, choose to work with a person as they mature and unfold, or come in order to support them during a difficult process or phase in life. Totems are not purely symbolic, nor only working in the spiritual realm. Like human beings, they have both Akashic and physical forms, which gives them unique insights into the complexities and restrictions of embodied life. Unfortunately, it's not uncommon for the general public to think and interact with totems a bit like astrological signs. They are something everyone has, they're an easy way to categorize someone's personality and behaviors, and they're a great icebreaker or way to make connection when you're new to a spiritual community. 
In reality, totems are much more like tattoos, reflecting either validation of what a person already is or their aspirations for what they wish to be. Most people have more than one totem. In fact, they often will have several who work with them throughout their life, as well as a host of others who will come and go as the situation and the need arises. These include mammals, birds, fish, reptiles, insects, plants, trees, and even minerals such as crystals. There are a variety of ways to figure out what or rather who your totems are. Often your soul works to point you in the right direction by having you collect things which represent them. Other times you'll meet them in the real, either out in nature or in a zoo or on a trip. Sometimes they make themselves known in dreams or visions, while others will prompt people in your life to point them out to you in a variety of forms. There's nothing like getting repeated gifts which are about or of a certain animal to get your attention. You can also ask specifically to meet your totem safely, either in meditation or out in the world. It's amazing how quickly and succinctly animals will respond if you let yourself become quiet in nature and ask who is available for a conversation. I've been overwhelmed at times by animal contacts in just a two-mile walk around a park when I've done something as simple as say hi out into the surrounding area before starting off. It's important to remember while totems arriving in your life in a particular moment can be a message, they are not solely two-dimensional lessons meant specifically for you. Totems are beings in their own right, just as your friends, family, or co-workers are, and their presence is an invitation for you to enter into a mutually beneficial and possibly long-term relationship. This means following the most basic of relationship rules, such as active listening to what is being communicated, honoring boundaries, giving as much as you receive, showing up regularly, as well as following through on promises and requests. Totem animals rarely make good pets and are often too wild even to be within the city, yet we can have a direct relationship with them via safer and more conducive means. This can be by visiting them in their native habitat, creating art which represents them, wearing a medicine bag with items connected to them, collecting pictures or figurines or t-shirts and so on, or even becoming an advocate for them and their particular ecosystem. It can include researching their biology, habits, and place in their particular ecosystem to understand more fully the embodied wisdom they impart to the world. It should also include making meditation or journey time to connect with them consciously. For those who are interested in creating a relationship with a totem, a good place to begin is with bringing a representation of them into your living space. This can be as simple as printing out a picture off the internet or gathering something of them from your local area if they're part of your neighborhood or local ecosystem. Alternatively, you can gather something they would find appealing, such as a bit of the food they eat, the bedding they prefer, their habitats such as leaves, sand, stone, or water. Like meditating or prayer with an image of a deity, having this in your living space and opening your heart and home to them invites them to come and meet you. This might happen in person, in dreams, in meditation, or a variety of other ways. For example, 
There was a point in my studies when I wanted very much to honor the raptors who had come to be in relationship with me as totems. However, I live in an urban environment, and while I have the ability to get out to where these raptors live, the brief encounters I had had to date were wonderful, but not quite satisfying. When I began pondering how to have a more in-depth interaction, I was led to information concerning my local zoo. They just happened to have a program where volunteers could not only help care for their collection of raptors who were too injured to be returned to the wild, but could work with their raptor education program. So I spent one exhausting but satisfying year working directly with representatives of my totems, which has deepened my relationships with them and my understanding of myself exponentially. If you already have a relationship with your totem, Creating items which you wear, use, or carry with you can deepen the relationship and open new means of connecting. Some Native American tribes employ tattoos as a means not only to honor a totem relationship, but to provide a place for the totem to reside, so they're always directly interconnected. Learning about the embodied lives of totems can help you understand them more, just like listening to and learning about your significant other's career and hobbies can give you insights into who they are. You can also invite totems to work with you in the Akashics. There they can speak to you in your primary language, unlike embodied animals. You can invite them to meet you in your Akashic room, ask your animal guide to lead you to their special place in the Akashics, or seek out the places where they congregate, like the dolphin room or the various mountain temples where the wingeds rest between flights. For those who want to study with a specific totem, entering into a spiritual path or calling with them, there's a village in the Akashics where the totem masters teach. As part of my class, Find Your Calling in the Akashics, students are led to this village and can request a meeting with the totem master to begin their studies. If they're accepted, They'll be led to the appropriate area and invited to join the other students in the lesson in progress. You can find more information about all my classes at akashicreading.com online courses. Totem relationships can enrich our lives and support us on our spiritual journey, opening new avenues for us to explore and new aspects of self to become. This relationship allows you to access practical Akashic wisdom, not only about yourself and about them, but about other people and cultures and communities, how the world works, the small, middle, big picture, and how to navigate living a healthy and holistic life as a spiritual being in a body. When it comes to power animals, there's no one clear definition of what a power animal entails. For some, it's the totem they're most comfortable with, have the closest relationship to, or work with the most, also called a primary totem. For others, it's the totem or being who comes to help them in healing or medicine work. For example, someone who is a professional healer, such as a soul retrievalist, will sometimes have a power animal who comes specifically to help them navigate Akashic realms they wouldn't otherwise connect with or to provide much-needed support for the person being healed. Often, power animals are totems which agree to work with someone as a means of protection, support, and empowerment. This is a very specific type of totem relationship, 
as the being offers not only wisdom, but physical and emotional support to the person, and at times direct participation in difficult situations. Lion often comes as a protector to people who have been or are being abused sexually or otherwise. Bear is common for those who need to be no rather than say it repeatedly. Wolf comes for those who need to manifest healthy relationship and loving cooperative community, and Eagle teaches about consequences and opportunities. But there's an entire world full of animals with powerful talents and traits who are masters of their niche or domain. In becoming urbanized, we've lost our knowledge of how the world works, and so can be surprised to find which animals come to us in this role. Spider is one of the strongest and most adept animals for creating safe space, weaving a new narrative, and enforcing boundaries. Crane may look delicate, but is one of the larger avian predators who spears their target and has medicine to navigate air, water, and earth adeptly. Coral snakes are the essence of clear communication and follow-through. Via the color of their scales, which communicate to the world around them that they are venomous and carnivorous, they say what they mean and mean what they say. Unlike totems, power animals are not something we come into this life with. Not everyone has one or needs one. However, for those who have struggled, are in deep, difficult situations, or work in areas where protection and support are crucial, then power animals are available. In fact, they often make themselves known through a variety of means, even before the person is aware of the need or the resource. This is sometimes done through what is called claiming. Someone gets a gnarly spider bite and forever afterwards, they not only don't have problems with spiders, but find them showing up just as protection is most necessary in regular life situations. Another person finds a snake or bat or hawk who returns time after time, not to be a pet, but to signal when something is about to go down in their lives. Another way is for them to show up repeatedly in dreams or visions or meditations. They might even show themselves in the logo of a product which suddenly seems to be everywhere in the local area, or at least until you get the message and start working with them directly. If they haven't made themselves known this way, you can ask if you have a power animal, and if so, who they are. The easiest way to do this is to set the intention as you're getting ready to go to bed. Let this start to filter into your nervous system as you move into sleep. Within 72 hours, if not sooner, they'll appear in your life in some fashion. Once you know who they are, part of the relationship is working with them to find out how they wish to be honored and included in your life. One of the primary ways they support us is by lending us their physical strength, skills, and senses. And to do this requires some physical connection. This can be an amulet filled with items representing the totem or a pendant or earrings depicting them. It can be a bracelet constructed to represent them, which may even include bits from them, such as talons or claws. Or it may be a tattoo, which becomes a sacred place for them to reside. However you connect with them, this connection becomes an additional Akashic flow of energy and information, which you have access to and supports you in your life goals. 
Wearing this connection allows the totem to not only create a protective field in and around you, but to give you access to their wisdom and gifts in real time. And that's all the time we have this week. Next week, we'll be looking at relationships from the perspective of power. Who has it? Who doesn't? And what this ultimately does when we're trying to manifest a loving partner. If you're interested in knowing more, check out my website, akashicreading.com. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please consider supporting it by subscribing on Patreon. You can find all my offerings and get regular updates about what I'm working on at patreon.com slash Thanks. Bye.